Late Night Conversations Late Night Conversations Monday to Thursday 10pm till midnight Well, let's uh, invite our first guest, who is uh, Neil Ritz. And Neil is a dead rescue founder and CEO. Neil, thank you very much for joining us this evening. How are you? I'm great, thanks. And it's a pleasure joining you guys. It's not the first time that you have joined the A-Team, so you're officially tagged A-Team finance guru, right? <laughs> I would like to believe so. <laughs> Listen, COVID-19 has got us in our short and curlies, right? Things have not um, eased down since the last time we spoke. And it seems that managing debt is one of those uh, difficult things for a lot of us. Although, you know, interest rates are quite attractive right now, but sure, the the income gap is just becoming wider and wider and uh, the deficit in our budgets is becoming bigger and bigger. Talk to us about what sort of things we can do, Neil, when it comes to avoiding getting in that uh, big debt trap. Yeah, it's, it's definitely very difficult times for consumers out there. And, and the reason for that is um, not only because of um, the, the way we've been affected by COVID in the sense that um, we've had salary cuts and um, and and the likes, or or temporary layoffs, or anything like that. Uh, it's also because of the fact that uh, we are now at a point where we're going to see uh, petrol prices increase again, and that's going to fall through through to the prices of other goods and services as well. Um, interest rate, yes, it's very very low. Um, that's brilliant, but but we all believe, and and uh, most economists um, are of the opinion that we've seen the lowest levels now, and from this point onwards, it's just going to uh, go up again. We must remember that without high interest rates, there's not much um, that foreigners or much reason why foreigners would like to invest in South Africa. It's, it's mainly the high interest rates that attract them. So that will go up again. So people must be vigilant with that regard. And also because of the fact that a lot of these payment holidays are ending now and uh, people have to pay their normal installments. And also these credit providers are starting to collecting the, their money, their, their debt, their outstanding debt, something that they didn't do during lockdown um, or the first part of hard lockdown. So, so that, that's very difficult for consumers um, out there. So what can we do to prevent falling into the debt trap because of this? Uh, well, there's a couple of things that we can do. The first thing is uh, to make sure that you draw up a budget and stick to that budget and call it the corona budget uh, or the COVID budget if you want to, um, especially for these times because the reality is it's still going to go on like this for a very long time. We're going to feel the effect of COVID for a very long time. We're going to see companies closing down for the next two to three years because of this, and that is obviously going to cause job losses. So first of all, we have to have that uh, budget ready. Um, that must be very strict and make sure that we do not spend money on anything that we do not need during this time because we can, it's going to carry on like this for a very long time. And also uh, make sure that you know your rights and you know what remedies are available when you, and if you need it. 
because South Africans are very fortunate in the fact, in, in the sense that we have some of the best legislation uh, helping people getting out of debt in the world. And uh, they must just know about it, firstly, and secondly, use it um, when they actually need it. So it's very important that, that people know these rights. And, and one of the main remedies is uh, debt counseling, and that was introduced uh, by the National Credit Act. And it's been streamlined over the last uh, 13 years, and it's a process that's helped thousands of people to pay off their debt in an affordable manner without losing their assets. So it's really something that people should uh, keep in mind during this time when they do uh, fall over uh, or over in debt. I'd like us to get into the issue of payment holidays. Now, you're saying the time for them to um, seize is coming up soon. What then happens to those who still don't have a job because they've lost their source of income or the companies have closed due this, to, to this COVID-19? Yes, you see, that's that's a problem with the payment holidays. It's, it, it, the intentions were good, uh, but um, it's not a sustainable solution because, like you rightly said, there's a lot of people who lost their jobs and who will still not have their jobs after um, this payment holidays uh, of of them ends now. But so so, what can we do? The the the, the reality is that if it, it all depends on what your situation is, uh, if you have a spouse and that spouse still have an income, uh, that would mean that debt counseling would help you because what, what debt counseling would do in that situation is lower the expenses uh, of the, both spouses to make sure that the one salary is enough to cover um, all the living expenses of both or, or the whole um, household and, and also uh, pay off the credit installment. Then the other option is that if you lost your job uh, and your payment holiday is now running out and uh, uh, you do not have a spouse or anybody else in your household bringing in uh, any uh, income, then uh, an option then is voluntary sequestration. Now, voluntary sequestration is a process in terms of which you basically write off your debt um, owed to your credit providers. And uh, the requirement for that, or the main requirement, is that there must be a, a benefit for your credit providers. So they must get at least 20 cents out of the rand um, for their debt. So th- there, there is really options out there for people um, if, if they find themselves in these situations where they've lost their income uh, totally or partially, um, and also if they lost it um, as a whole household. Let's take a bit of a breather and then we'll come back to the lines I see KJM is uh, holding for us. We are speaking to Neil, Neil uh, Ruiz, who is the founder and um, obviously he is one of the debt management consultants as well there, right, Neil? At um, yes, at uh, debt rescue, so uh, we are talking about dealing with your debt and managing your debt during this COVID nineteen time. Remember that uh, our SMS line is still down, but you can our WhatsApp line is down, but you can SMS us on four one three nine one. SMSs are charged at one rand fifty. You can call us on oh eight nine one one zero four two zero seven or oh one one seven one four four zero four five. Late Night Conversations. Late Night Conversations. 
Monday to Thursday, 10 p.m. till midnight. One hundred four to one hundred seven nationwide SAFM. My name is Patricia Dooley. We are the A Team. A Team. Let us continue with our discussion as we talk a debt management amid the COVID nineteen and also beyond. Because obviously, um, we don't know when this pandemic will end, but the effects are going to last far longer uh, than what most of us had anticipated. Speaking to us about this is the founder of Debt Rescue, Neil Roots, and he is also the CEO at this Debt Rescue. You can be in touch with us by calling us on 011-714-4045 or on 891 For SMSs, you can get us on 41391. Let's go to the lines. Uh, AT, my KGM, I've missed you. How are you? I'm well, and how are you, Beth? I'm blessed. Which part of South Africa are you at right now? I'm in the northwest. I'm in Mafiguen today. Listen, I, I so wish that the studio could be portable. Then I could uh, globe trot with you because, uh, yeah, you live the life. <laughs> so I've got Neil Ritz here, KGM, and I'd like you to please just ask your question or give your comment. Okay, thank you, Patricia. Good evening to, to you, Neil, and good evening to the listeners. Good evening. Um, Neil, I'm going to differ with you profoundly, so with due respect. Look, I, I am of the opinion that... Um, Guys like yourself, um, you run a business like I do. Your business is is making money out of the advice that you give to people in terms of how to maneuver their debts or through their debts or through their budgets, as it were. But Neil, that that's a that's a short term and short lived so called solution. I don't even want to dignify it to say it's a solution. The solution. Uh, if we're talking not only COVID, but beyond COVID as well, should be something that would be at the level of disrupting the financial system. Because the financial model that we use is basically designed to indebt people or keep people indebted through the maintenance of a little bribery called salary, which maintains the debt in any case. In other words, I earn 50,000, my cost of living is 40,000, 10,000, that's what I'm expected to live on. But if you look at my means between the paid days, even that 10,000 doesn't do anything. So I'm living on a debt. Now, how do we get to rescue ourselves out of this? We need to defy the systems that you kneel and, and many like you sort of to sort of want us to keep on respecting you know the notion of saying what are the investors going to say look look covid 19 lockdown has proven to us that actually we don't need certain things that the so called professionals the so called financial fundies have been claiming that we need we can actually lock out lock down a country restructure ourselves as a country determine what the value of our currency is and who we're going to trade with and how now it's a pity i don't have a time and i don't want to take much of of your time because you are the guest but i wish to have this conversation with you at a deeper level of understanding the financial structures that are there globally and how they affect and affect us 
and how the, the conglomerates, which are multinationals, have been sort of implicating us to believe that living with debt is actually the right thing to do, whereas it's actually the wrong thing to do. And we do have, uh, as a parting shot, we do have the economic means, we do have the, econ- the economic power to be able to can determine a life where we all live not just above board, not, not just breaking even, but also making money because our resources as a country and as a continent is by far superior to the world put together. I think if you can talk to that, Neil, I know it's deep for, for other people, but I'm sure you must be having an idea of what I'm talking about. Pat, thanks for taking my call. Thank you very much, KGM. Let's allow Neil to respond to the comments, questions and suggestions that KGM has made. Neil? Thank you very much, KGM, for your comments. Um, so you started off uh, uh, your comments by saying that um, you disagree with me profoundly. So I'm not 100% sure what you are disagreeing with uh, because what you mentioned are things that I actually agree with. Um, but 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 those are actually um, uh, statements that need to be made to government um, or perhaps to banks or credit institutions. Uh, because one thing that you pointed out is that uh, we you know, or people are being tricked into um, believing that you have to live off debt and you need debt. You know, in in a perfect world, world, I would have um, chosen that nobody would have debt. And uh, look, we, I don't know whether you um, are aware of of what we are doing. Um, I'm not from the government. I'm not a credit provider. Um, We we definitely not pro-debt. And that is actually why we are in existence, is to help people who are in this debt trust to try and get them out of this debt trap. And we definitely do not encourage debt at all because there's no way that you cannot get somebody out of debt by offering them more debt. Uh, we, we often say that you cannot borrow your money or, or your way out of debt. It, it's just impossible. So we are obviously very against debt, if we can put it that way, and we know that Debt is what is putting people in this difficult situation that they are. And also uh, the, the, the fact that, you know, government doesn't really help us with regards to uh, financial education. So people are not really financially literate to, to such an extent that um, they can help themselves and to know whether um, to say yes or no to um, a credit that's been offered to them. And it would have been ideal uh, if people had this financial literacy. That's why I would encourage government to give our people, and especially our children, financial literacy or education rather, so that when they grow up, they would know how to, to, to spend their money. Um, the, the other comments that you made um, are really a, a little bit wide in the sense that you were talking about financial structures globally. Um, that's not really what we deal with. So we deal with uh, uh, people, individuals, with regards to um, their debt and if they find themselves in a situation where they are over-indebted. So what we do and do is we lower those installments to, that, that need to be paid towards the credit providers. 
so that these people can afford to pay back their debt owed to their credit providers, but still have enough money left to pay for all their living expenses. Let me go to another A-teamer here, Mtandig. Mtandig, thank you very much for holding the line. How are you? No, I'm okay yourself, Patricia. Yes, thank you for asking. That I talked to you, but I've been talking to previous other hosts to the program. Well, listen, welcome to the A-team. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad to have you. Thank you, thank you. I, I've listened to the comment made by your guest. Mm-hmm. And my understanding and my input to the situation currently as a result of COVID-19 is that firstly, we must now appreciate that our financial uh, institutions or the financial sector is not so badly affected by COVID-19, but they are going to make a lot out of COVID-19. Now, the need for a consistent existence of this structure in our country will help a lot for government to accelerate more other services, but the option is due to COVID-19, perhaps an individual is indebted or is, com- is, is confronted by a number of problems now, including have to choose what your guest said in order to avoid being actually being drawn to the solution. It's for government to now begin to move faster in resolving the question of the indebtedness of our people, coupled with the implementation of other policies. But I think the most important part is that we must all accept the situation we find ourselves in is a situation not invited by human beings. It's a situation that we have to confront, but our government, especially our South African government, we must keep on uh, applauding the intervention that it continued to do to the people. But that intervention needed to be sustained. And sustenance of that, pro- of that particular intervention requires very, very uh, effective economic sectors. Now, I think, therefore, what your guest is saying is fine, but we must not overemphasize. Uh, the option that he made that if you find yourself you are unable to do this, go and approach for self, uh, he mentioned the economic term there. Now, I'm saying really at this point in time, we must find all our, what his plans, let's pull them in the, in the, in the, in the pot, in the pool for government to see what the best for the nation to move forward and get out of this cop mire. Thank you, uh, Patricia, for speaking to you. Mtandegi, I'm I'm grateful for the comments that you've made, but what's the responsibility um, upon us as individuals? You see, the responsibility of individual citizens in South Africa cannot be uh, calculated alone outside the history of the country, history of the present that we find ourselves in. That's one thing, the, 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 the government's intervention must be augmented by this kind of uh, uh, comment and input and proposal from people like your guest in finding the solution because the past has accelerated the COVID-19 has accelerated the past the inequality mm. the unemployment, the poverty now I'm saying these suggestions must be added into a pool and, find, and go forward finding the solution
Thank you very much, Mtandeki. And uh, I just hope that, you know, as much as we, we need the government to give intervention and we need um, a private organization to give intervention, but us as individuals as well can also um, take a step as much as we can towards doing the right thing when it comes to managing our debt. Neil, um, in response to what Mtandeki has said, yeah, no, Patricia, I actually agree with you um, in the sense that uh, I also agree with the, the, the caller that, that government need to help us wherever they can. And, and I feel that is in, in, in the form of financial education so that um, we can uh, be financially literate and, and we know how to handle our money and, and deal with our money. There's also a lot more that government can probably do better than what they're doing at the moment. Um, but that being said, I agree with you in that we are sitting in this situation. Um, if we are going to expect government, and please, please take note of the fact that I'm not a government employee. I really do not work for government at all. Um, but that's why I'm saying, and I'm talking with the people here, um, if we expect that government is going to bail us out and, and, and pay all our debt and and help us in this situation. I think um, we, we we might be making a mistake in the sense that uh, we have the obligation to also try and look after our financial situation ourselves and get, look at and look for solutions ourselves um, and 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 do the responsible thing and try and get out of this whole situation by drawing up budgets, stick to those budgets, and when you do find yourself in a situation where you are over-indebted, use the help that government has already provided in the sense of the National Credit Act that made provision for debt counselling, which was actually established to help people who are over-indebted. So to some extent, uh, all these questions of ours have been answered in the sense that Government has helped us already in the sense that they made this uh, uh, legislation available. But now it's a responsibility of individuals to make use of the uh, remedies that, that, that's been set by government in terms of the National Credit Act. There's a billboard I read uh, one of these uh, afternoons while driving and it said you can't uh, pray your debt away. <laughs> and uh, that's one thing we need to do. Stop praying the debt away and uh, taking responsibility and also hoping that uh, the powers that be do put more interventions in place because COVID-19 has hit a lot of us. Um, thank you so very much, Neil. And uh, where do people get in touch uh, with the uh, debt rescue should they need your assistance? Yes, people can uh, go to our website, and that is www.debtrescue.co.za. www.debtrescue.co.za. And there goes to me bending my knees in prayer for the debt to disappear. Good evening, Neil. Thank you very much. (laughs) It's a pleasure. Thank you.